1: Good, man. Sorry, I was on the phone, you know. <sighs> anyway, I'm here. Doing right. good.
0: Just turn your video on.
1: Um. Let me see. I thought it was on.
0: Nope. I had to promote you from attendee to panelist. So now that you're a panelist, it should allow you to have the option for video. How's that? There you go. All right. Now we're cooking with steam. (laughs) Okay. So, first and foremost, um, uh, how long have you been in the detail industry?
1: You know, I was just going through that this morning. This is actually my 40th year. Okay. How long have you been with Pro? 22. I've worked for Pro Products for 22 but I've probably been around Pro Products for close to probably 38 years.
0: Gotcha. What's your position with Pro? Uh,
1: Midwest Regional Sales Manager. And probably lead R&D. And, you know, I take out the trash and... uh,
0: Hold on one second. What's up? Uh, two layers, same, C one in the uh, in the salt. Yeah.
1: Are you running a business too?
0: Yeah, <laughs> just juggling here, just juggling. Okay. Um. So we've got industry for forty years, pro for twenty two years, position with Midwest Regional, or your position is Midwest Regional Sales and Lead R and D for the company. Okay, that's good. That's perfect. All right. Just a little bit to go off of. So when I give the introduction, um, it allows me to have more to work with. Now I got to see it's 1154. So what I'm going to do here, we started officially recording on the Zoom side of it, which is fine. I'm going to go ahead and bring us into social media now. Just going to take a second, Bob. No worries. Share on a page you manage. Action artist. Next. You have a good internet connection?
1: As far as I know, good deal.
0: (sighs) Come on, it's taking you so long. So there's like a short delay when it comes to. All right. all this has to be done literally as you start the um, podcast on Zoom. Oh. So it's not like I can pre-do this for Facebook. So I have that's why I do the, the 10 minutes beforehand. Right. It gives me an opportunity to get some keynotes to your position leading in, and then we kind of go from there. Right. And, of course, setting up this Facebook part of it. then you've been part of the Ida for how long
1: let me see myself uh, is going on four years but you know john with the company i would say goes back with you know close to the beginning with keith you know de Plessy. so you know i would say you know john's been involved for probably the last 13 years
0: all right so we started around the 0809 time frame right Conception, i would say 09 to be safe I think it was. I think it was 08. The conversation started popping. 09. It became more official. Right. So, okay. Awesome. Just gives me some more uh, good information to go off of. All
1: right. You
0: got everything you need. You got to go pee or anything like that before we uh, go on this ride.
1: (laughs) I already. I already. I just got back.
0: (laughs) need Need any water? Any refreshments?
1: i got i got uh i got coffee and i got water right here so i think we're all good
0: Uh oh, perfect okay all right we've got two more minutes it's all right When we set this up we make sure we set it up for like 12 o'clock on the dot right So i, c- I can launch right at 12. Gotta put my phone on, do not disturb.
1: I'll try not to call you. Yeah.
0: Having a sidebar conversation.
1: Texting <laughs> me while we're
0: while we're doing the
1: podcast. Yeah, I got John, you know, he's texting me, giving me all the answers here on the side. <laughs> oh,
0: that's funny. <laughs> Uh oh, all right. So we've got a minute to start. That's all right. We'll start a minute ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and launch this. We'll go live. Great. Okay. So we are officially live on Facebook. Let me go ahead and switch over so I can see myself here on Zoom. Make it easier for myself. All right. So it is Wednesday, November 25th, and we are on Reflection Artist Live. This is our fifth episode. We have Bob Myers. For those of you who don't know who Bob Myers is, he's been in the industry for 40 years. He works with Pro Products, uh, which we'll get into the background of Pro Products uh, and who they are and the development of them. But he's been with Pro Products now for 22 years and he is a Midwest Regional Sales guy, which is basically overseeing all the all the Midwest uh, for the region of that area. And then of course, R&D as well. So he helps make sure that products work as they are intended uh, to the performance of what Pro is known for. And uh, mind you, Pro has been with the International Detailing Association since the inception of its time, right around the 2008-2009 timeframe. And Bob himself has been with uh, them for the past four years and super involved uh, committees, board member, all that good stuff. So um, I want to thank you for being on, Bob, and, you know, diving into this, um, give me a little bit of background, you know, that, that now that we're at a 40-year benchmark in your career with the detail industry, how did all this start? Where did all this begin of, of you having an interest in, in becoming a detailer, being in the detail industry?
1: Well, you know, I appreciate, you know, the time and, uh, the podcast, Justin, and, uh, uh, you know, going back 40 years, I don't know if I, uh, uh, I didn't really, you know, consider myself a detailer. I was just taught from, you know, my dad, my grandparents, you know, if you, uh, if you take care of something, it will take care of you, you know? So of course, uh, you know, having a vehicle, you know, that was, uh, kind of top thing, you know, big, uh, you know, uh, uh, cost factor. So, you know, you take care of what you have and, uh, uh, back in the beginning, I, you know, had a friend, uh, from a school that had his father owned a dealership and went down and, you know, just washed cars, you know, on the side and, uh, from weekends and summertime and, uh, uh, didn't really think anything of it. It wasn't in my opinion, back in that day, really detailing. It was just, you know, what you did, what people did. And, uh, um, you know, after, you know, high school, I, uh, I uh, got into uh, construction immediately and I was always given a bad time, you know, from uh, all the, you know, uh, different guys, my car was always clean. I would wash my car before I go to work, you know, at six 30 in the morning and it was like shiny, clean, you know, rain or shine. I washed it. And, uh, uh, so after doing, you know, that for, you know, six, seven years, um, uh, I was talking to, you know, a couple friends and my banker, and, uh, uh, she said, hey, you know, have you ever thought of detailing? And I'm like, well, what's detailing? It's kind of what you do. You know, you, you clean cars. And I went, they actually have a business doing that? You know, that's actually a thing. And um, that's, in essence, you know, how it started, you know, is, uh, uh, you know, cleaning relatives and uh, vehicles, neighbors, you know, cars. And, you know, at that time, it was, you know, 20 bucks here, 20 bucks there. You know, I didn't know what to charge because I was just, you know, having fun. And, and, you know, something to do. And, uh, uh, so that's really, you know, where it, it all started. So, and you were
0: doing this on the side while you were doing construction still, or yeah. did you have a different job at this point?
1: Doing, I was, you know, I was doing construction and kind of phased out construction because I looked at the journeyman's, you know, that I was working side by side. I became a journeyman and they looked about 15, 20 years older than what they actually were. And I kind of realized real quick, uh, that's not what I want to do. You know, it's not for me, you know, uh, I want to have you know all my limbs and fingers you know later on in life so uh you know i fell back onto you know cleaning cars and you know i started out of you know right out of my grandparents garage and grew from there and uh uh you know it's kind of an interesting story because i started in salem oregon is originally where i'm born and raised and um i decided to open up my shop and get a sign and you know get uh, you know, real official, so to speak. And uh, I had the local detailers, you know, that have been in the business for 15, 20 years. They were the main detailers. You're, you'll never make it. You know, there's there's only three of us. What, and,
0: what, what year was this, do you roughly think? Oh,
1: geez, that was, you know, back in probably, you know, 86, you know, 87. And uh, uh, so I, uh, you know, that gave me more fuel you know, to succeed. And after having, you know, my detail business, you know, successful detail business, I ended up actually selling it, you know, to one of those owners that told me that it wouldn't work. So, you know, kind of, yeah, that was the ultimate, you know, kind of pattern. I should say
0: touche. Yeah, exactly.
1: So, but, you know, a lot, you know, a lot before that, we kind of jump started. you know, from, you know, you know, the, I guess the dealership, you know, washing cars, you know, it's, uh, uh, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of do's and don'ts, you know, I say it all the time. You kind of have to go through the mud to get to the clean water. And back then, you know, we didn't have, you know, the education that we have now, we don't have the idea, you know, we didn't have that, you know, you went, you know, to, uh, you know, watched people uh, you know, to detail, or, you know, you, you know, got a job at a dealership and just kind of went up that rank and, and you kind of, you know, kind of learned on the fly, you know, what not to do is what, you know, everybody told you what not to do. Yeah. There
0: was no educational process. YouTube, the internet really wasn't of existence. <laughs> uh, it was, you know, going down the street to talk to somebody who works at the supply store, maybe yeah. a body shop supply of anything.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, I actually, uh, Um, you know, I think I, my formal training, you know, that I wanted to, I kind of got bit by the bug is I volunteered for two weeks at a detail shop, uh, there in Salem. And I worked, you know, as his grunt, whatever he wanted me to do, I did and, uh, free of charge. And that's how I got my on the job training. And, uh, and I knew at that point, what I wanted to do and what I didn't want to do, uh, you know, in detailing, and uh, uh, you know, I can't, you know, stress education is something that you just never can stop doing. You know, it's not, you know, something that you know, like, you know, you go through, you know, K through 12, and now you graduated, and, and it's all downhill. You know, it's 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 far beyond that because you know this industry has changed, you know, drastically just in the last 10, 15 years. Oh, yeah. Uh, So, you know, and it's still, you know, evolving and still changing. So. No,
0: it has. And and you've been on the forefront of that evolution with, you know, what you've done and what you've put into the industry. And of course, who you have joined up with in regards to the brand you represent with Pro as well. So, you know, with you and getting, you know, the background in your own business and detailing and, you know, being able to do this yourself as an individual, at what point did you decide, you know, after you sold the business to get involved on the distributor level and, and start to get involved on the industry level?
1: Well, you know, after I sold my business, I, uh, I actually was hired uh, by dealership groups and body shop, you know, groups that brought me in for a 12 month period uh, to make their detail shop, you know, run efficiently and make money. But you so were like bar
0: rescue, but detail rescue.
1: Exactly. Exactly. That's you awesome. You know, and I had 12 months, you know, to do that. And, um, you know, there was a little bit of a bonus at the end of that. And uh, um, it, you know, it was not easy, you know, because it's like mirroring my business um, as best as I could, because, you know, I got, you know, other people's livelihoods, you know, I have, you know, uh, you know, kids or guys and girls, you know, that, are relying on a job and you know trying to teach them you know a trade, uh, all they want to do is t- you know punch a time card and put in their eight hours and, and go home. Uh, you know there was a lot of you know hiring going on, there was a lot of firing going on. Uh, I was I was known as the you know kind of the hatchet you know person, but after 12 months you know that business was making money. So basically, um, no, you had
0: this time frame to scale bail yep. on all the crap that was previous. Teach them the new, you know, and then get them to be successful with that process, and and continued as a SOP to say, so they could, you know, scale even further past that twelve months to be more successful.
1: Yep, exactly. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. You know, so you know, at that point, I didn't really call myself a trainer. I mean, that was I was just doing what I would do if I had twelve, you know, people, you know, thrown into my lap. You know, okay, now we're going to do business here. And I had to break it down from, you know, just lot washes, you know, maintenance, you know, type washes, uh, to, you know, to correcting and detailing, uh, maintain detailing and actually, you know, reselling, you know, actually getting details into a dealership in a body shop. That was not, you know, that was not known. That was like, we don't do that. How do we do It's unheard of. Yeah. You know, so it's it was, you know, it was very satisfying, you know, leaving, you know, uh, know a group the biggest group i did was i think it was eight body shops and i started at one and went through all you know eight they mirrored my system and they're still in business today and i'm assuming they're still using my you know my format but uh uh you know they're still you know it made them you know very successful because you know back you know years ago it was always known, you know, most of your collision, you know, shops, your body shops, you know, they took some glass, you know, Windex and an air hose and maybe a vacuum and cleaned your car. And you got it back and there was, you know, an inch of dust on the dash and it smelled like Bondo and, you know, paint and so forth. And, you know, that's, that was introduced. And, you know, at the same time, you know, I felt, you know, that this one particular body shop chain, you know, recognized that, there's value in a clean car, you know, they're taking somebody's, you know, unfortunate accident or mistake and repairing it back to, you know, precondition. And that meant detailing the car too. And that's where they got it is that they actually, you know, delivered the vehicle better than it was when it came in. And, uh, and then people saw the value in that. So they didn't mind, you know, paying that extra, you know, 150, couple hundred bucks to have that done. Um, yeah. You know, I'll I'll never forget where uh, there was. You know, I think it was actually one of the big uh, insurance companies. Uh, the uh, estimators would come out, and I would talk to them. And you know, I finally got this one. You know, estimator to actually give uh, an hour of time to just vacuum out glass from a vehicle before you know the collision shop started working on it. And people don't think of it is that there's glass. You know, in an accident, glass goes everywhere. You know, and then that body shop guy, you know, he has to go through that, get cut up or whatever. So they have to spend an hour at least, you know, cleaning up the car so they can fix it. And I finally, I got, you know, the insurance company to actually, you know, pay us to do that. That was, geez, way back in the day.
0: Yeah. Give him the vacuum and then show him how much work is involved <laughs> and they'll be begging to pay you to do it. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And that's, that's still a trend these days in regards to, you know detailers teaming up with body shops in their local market. Um, It's not a trend that is capitalized on as much as it should be, because unfortunately I feel that a lot of the detailers look at body shops as hack shops and and a lot of them, you know, don't get me wrong. A lot of them are great. There's no shade that can be thrown on them, but there are a a majority that unfortunately their finish work. That's not what they're there for. They're there to get the paint on, keep it intact, keep it shiny, make sure there's no dirt dust or anything in the finish and send it. And yep. usually that, you know, completes the service with a glaze. That way, they yep. could send it out and everybody's happy, right? Right. As to where that's where we could capitalize on the finish work of that or finish restoration to say, and and kind of you know go forward with that. And that's where a lot of people are are not taking opportunities to team up with those body shops to, to kind of do that. Or and your what you were saying to your point is cleanup, just yep. basic cleanup. And I think that's still, again, it's, it's a good trend, but a lot of detailers locally uh, or all over the place aren't capitalizing on that, and they should be. And there's money to be made there, especially cool. you know when it comes to production work and just saying, hey, low-level service just as a wholesale price for you. We'll get in. We'll get it done. You know, If you want more of our premium work, this is our price list for that. This is our price list for the basic wholesale stuff that we can do for you. And that way it separates it so they know what direction to go.
1: Absolutely. Um, yep.
0: And I'm sure even during that time that you were doing it. I mean, would you say that for how you were doing it, it was pretty profitable? And
1: oh yeah, you know, I mean, it was. Uh, you know, I had I happened to be a detail shop that was you know connected to a collision. Uh, they actually leased me, you know, the, the yeah. building and kind of really gave me my real legit spot.
0: That's and we worked
1: side by side, and uh, you know, they would actually bring me over in the estimating process, and I would look at the vehicle and and give an estimate on a complete detail. Uh, and, you know, anything extra, you know, that I, you know, uh, offered, uh, they would just offer at that point, you know, during that estimate. So they, you know, the collision service that I, you know, work next to, they understood that, you know, to be diverse back in the early 90s, and um, wasn't just, you know, knock out the dent, throw some paint on it, and clear, clean it up, and send it. They wanted to be the complete package minus automotive, you know, repair, they sent that out, you know, to somebody else, but, you know, it's all about appearance. And, you know, it's very gratifying when, you know, somebody brings in their car, tragic, you know, accident, and, you know, they come back to get their, you know, car, it's completely done. And they're just literally blown away. And, you know, it's better than it was new when they first got it. And, you know, that's kind of, You know the pat on the back that a lot of detailers like us, you know, have gotten over the years. It's you know the monetary is always good, but it's the satisfaction, that smile that you know they have a clean, nice you know clean car.
0: Yeah, hundred percent agree. And you're on the forefront of of a proven model of being able to team up with the body shop. Now, hence you had a little bit more in with them being in the same building, but. (laughs) overall, you know, the combination yeah. was a proven model that it can be successful working with a body shop. Yeah. And that's cool, especially for that time frame in, in, in the early 90s. I mean, obviously, I wasn't detailing then I was still in grade school. But <laughs> <laughs> being around like minded people that have been around like yourself, uh, you know, hearing that story over and over again, it gives me an idea of yes, that that was a time frame that that wasn't heard of. Right. So that that's very cool to see that, you know, you were on the forefront of that and part of that evolution to say, Uh, with a proven model that right you know people could say oh it doesn't work no it works yeah it works and what where the area was this what what city or state
1: uh salem oregon oh it's the northwest corner dang okay
0: wow yeah so you weren't in a big metropolitan type area at all so no therefore if somebody is that's even more success at the fingertips
1: yeah wow
0: so moving forward then after after you you know Got out of that and and move. You know what was the next step? And
1: well, when I sold the business, you know, and you know, went into kind of like consulting is is that kind of how I looked at it. Um, you know, I got bored, <laughs> you know, of, of doing that, and uh, uh, and still had, you know, I still wanted to be involved in the, in the industry, and honestly, never thought, you know, of the manufacturing and the sales, you know, the product chemical sales end of it at all. Uh, even though I've been, you know, around, you know, uh, uh, several different, you know, brands, but the main brand being pro products, um, one of the, uh, sales reps that used to call on me and deliver products to me every week, uh, went to work for, you know, uh, BAF pro products, you know, years ago. And we kept in touch and he said, Hey, if you ever come, you know, ever available to come down to California, you know, like to go out to lunch with you and, you know, and, and kind of show you around and, and so forth. And, couple of years, you know, uh, went by and I took them up and I just went down there on vacation. Uh, I had a, uh, a foster brother that was in the military at Camp Pendleton and I literally didn't pack a pair of, you know, long, you know, pants. I, it was all shorts, tank tops, <laughs> t-shirts. And I was on vacation. First time I've ever been to Cali. Uh, you know, you, you hear all the, you know, uh, uh, glamor and, you know, everything about California. So, uh, uh, We went to lunch and it quickly turned into a interview, uh, you know, lunch. And uh, at that point, you know, I kind of had to switch gears. I was embarrassed because, you know, we're at a pretty nice, you know, restaurant, you know, in uh, SoCal. And, and, you know, I'm in a, you know, flip flops and shorts and a T-shirt. You fit right in. Yeah, fit right in. Now either I know I fit right fit, in. Yeah, I mean, the way
0: you fit right in. Casual, <laughs> formal, and college. So uh, it's no different than, than than here in uh, Florida. Yeah. You know, anything on the east coast or the west coast of Florida, it's all the same.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, we uh, we talked and everything, and and uh, um, you know the the talk was you know you know we don't really have anything you know uh, uh, you know for you, and I'm like, well, I wasn't really looking you know for a job. I just came down here to you know, catch up, you know, uh, and, uh, uh, you know, see you guys. And, and, uh, they said that, you know, we're going to, uh, you know, do you have a resume? And I said, well, a matter of fact, I do. And, um, so I sent them my resume and they shot it out to, you know, distributors throughout the, you know, local, you know, area. And, uh, I think it was about four weeks later, uh, local pro distributor in San Diego interviewed me for, I would say at least seven hours on the phone and uh, hired me over the phone and paid for my way to move down to san diego and be a sales rep you know for you know uh for him and uh you know sight unseen i didn't know him he didn't know me except for my resume and my experience and uh it was a very interesting first day um you know if you if you know the northwest uh you know chris lee and a lot of guys in the west you know uh you know northwest corner is going to understand this you basically have interstate five that goes north and south and that's basically it you know around the portland area you might have a few you know interstates but you know it's pretty you know i guess i'm you know just really brought up on just like one major interstate you go down to san diego or southern cal and it's a spaghetti mess of roads and so i finally get there and my acknowledgement was, you know, I met the, you know, the owner and he said, okay, well, you know, here's the keys to the van and here's your invoice book. Here's the price book. And here's the Thompson guide. And there's the van. See you later. Wow. That was my training. Wow. We've come a long way, thankfully. (laughs) Yeah. So I was like, (laughs) sink or, you know, swim. And, uh, uh, you know, I I really didn't know what to expect. I, I think I was really uh, naive, you know, at that point, back in that day, um, you know, and, you know, after 90 days, I literally, um, you know, came up to the front office and and talked to the owner and, and, uh, you know, I said, I think I'm going to quit, you know, I, I, you know, before I get fired, um, because I literally, Justin, maybe sold one chamois, a couple toothbrushes in 90 days.
0: Oh, damn.
1: I mean, I didn't make you know, zero sales and I'm collecting a a weekly check every week, you know, so the stress, you know, you know, is. What do you think it was?
0: I mean, do you think it was because it was a new face in the market
1: or, you You know, know? I think it was a new face, you know, uh, me, I think, I know the number one was me just trying to get around and, and show up to different places that, you know, needed product. And, uh, um, but Learn, learning it, the
0: route was probably learning the difficult.
1: route, you know, learning, you know, how you walk in and go talk to somebody. It's different selling a detail than it is selling juice and selling wax and chemicals and, and so forth. And, you know, I finally kind of sat down, you know, and uh, uh, fell back on, you know, when I was consulting. And I went in and threw the whole chemical, you know, out the window. I'm just going to walk in and see, you know what, how can I help your business? And um, uh, I started doing that. And uh, that's when things turn around, you know, the owner looked at me and he goes, I'm not going to, I'm not going to fire you. I'm not going to let you go. You're just out there farming, you know, you're just planting seeds. Eventually, you know, things are going to, you know, blossom and you're going to, you know, go for a ride. And literally it was like three, four weeks after that, I started getting calls. I started getting requests, you know, for people, you know, for me to stop in and actually, you know, sit down with them and talk about chemicals and talk about training. How can, you know, we, you know, educate our personnel to do a more, you know, efficient job with using better chemicals. You know, not, you know, the, there's nothing wrong with, you know, I guess Walmart AutoZone, you know, type pet Boy type products, but, you know, professional grade, you know, type products that, you know, we make and sell now. Uh, and, you know, that was the, pretty much the rest was, you know, history. I mean, it just literally took off after that point. Uh, I remember that there was one particular route that had zero sales in it. And within six years, I turned that into a two day, uh, you know, 40 stop a day route before I left. Damn. And, uh, uh, you know, I was leaving the office at seven 30, not getting back until about seven in the evening, uh, you know, type of sales. I mean, just, you know, back in that day, you know, you had to hustle, you know, and you still have to hustle now, but you know, it was different. It, uh, of course, yeah, I had the language barrier, you know, I didn't, you know, my extensive, you know, Spanish is, you know, Taco Bell, you know, for the, for the most part. but I quickly, you know. They didn't have
0: a Rosetta stone back then, huh? Yeah, no, no, there was
1: no Rosetta pebble back in that day. But, you know, I learned, you know, you know what, you know, leche, you know, is, which, you know, was, you know, like an armoral type, you know, dressing, you know, milk and, you know, key words. But I, you know, I caught on real quick, you know, if, if you treat, you know, the Latino, you know, people right and square from the beginning, you'll have lifelong relationships, you know, and they just want to learn. They want to be, you know, like you and, and me. And, uh, and I took that and I treated everybody the same. I didn't care who you, you know, what you look like, what color, no, nothing. It was, I just treated everybody the same. And I still do that today is I try to, you know, really, you know, treat everybody with the same respect. And uh,
0: it goes a long way.
1: uh, And they will, you know, they'll reward you, you know, I mean, they'll, they'll buy from you. They'll, they'll call you up and want you, you know, to, you know, fix whatever type of issue, whatever case, you know, a car comes in with, with a problem. How do I take care of this? You know, there's a lot of, you know, good detailers, you know, out there, you know, over the years. So I feel, you know, a privilege, you know, going down to Southern California and kind of learning that market, learning, you know, uh, uh that demographic of of people and being diverse my you know my language is still not you know not much more than taco bell maybe uh uh you know maybe Dell taco but uh uh you know i i can, i can hang you know around for a little bit so
0: now during that time you were supplying both dealerships and uh independent detailers yeah
1: every, everything car washes body shops you know dealerships uh, you name it. I mean, hospitals, you know, police stations, firehouses, uh, that's one thing about our product line. We're, we're, you know, a, you know, very diverse product line. There's a lot of manufacturers that are very diverse, but you know, we're really strong that there's somebody out there cleaning something. It doesn't necessarily need, need to be a car or a truck. Um, and there's always some type of cleaning going on. And that's what I realized, you know, from that owner down in San Diego, he said, Hey, you know, run into that hotel you know they're they're cleaning carpets they're cleaning tables you know so that you know it's a um you know somebody's always cleaning something out there so
0: yeah and i mean with that with the the background and and, and pro products i mean we're we're or what year i should say did pro products start how long they've been around the industry give everybody a little bit of background on pro yeah products.
1: 1935 is when uh, pro you know started a um, you know, Frank Bell that that's, you know, now passed, um, he, uh, he's actually the, you know, uh, um, uh, uh, gentleman, you know, uh, I can't say enough about Frank. Uh, I miss him dearly, but, um, after selling, you know, down in San Diego, there was a salesman named Bob Machete that worked with me and he threw my hat, you know, uh, to Frank and said, hey, you got to, you know, you got to interview this guy. You got to get him on board with the company. He's a pro guy. And I remember him, you know, sitting in his office and he goes, well, welcome aboard. I don't know what I'm going to do with you, but, you know, I got you, you know, and, <laughs> uh, and it was, it was just like that. Um, but, uh, um, you know, yeah, Frank goes way back. I mean, his passion and love uh, was, you know, was the industry, his, you know, uber passion was chemistry. Uh, he loved, you know, driving down the road from all, you know, one thing, you know, about Frank, he loved to talk, you know, he loved to talk and stories and he would drive, you know, into a, uh, a market, into an area. And he would just tell me, he would just listen for the high speed polisher. And that's where he went. And, <laughs> uh, you, you know, and that's back. I mean, Frank, you know, he opened the door, you know, to a lot of the markets that I'm managing now. You know, I mean, he would literally load up the station wagon, leave the family behind and he would leave with a full station wagon. And that was his expense. You know, I mean, if he didn't sell product on the street from, you know, from leaving California, he didn't. It all depended on where he stayed, what hotel and what he ate. You know, something about Frank and myself, we like our food, you know, (laughs) so
0: 100% agree with that.
1: But um the, you know, the market is, you know, definitely changed, but I think it's still the same, you know, same thing. You got to be personable with everybody, you know, and I don't care what brand, you know, that you're repping, you know, it's the relationship. And that's, you know, I think that's just what going back to, you know, when I was really struggling selling for, you know, that distributor in San Diego, I kind of, you know, peeled the onion and went, you know, what am I really good at, you know, and I didn't think I was really good at selling, but I knew how to talk to people and how to try to help them, you know, from my experience with nobody, you know, teaching me really how, if I could walk in and if I could teach them how to, uh, you know, help them detail one more car a day, um, you know, help, help them, you know, detail that car a little bit better, uh, not just, you know, slamming it out, but, you know, doing a better detail, um, that's what I excelled at. And, you know, that's what, you know, basically that rewarded me, you know, in this industry that, you know, that I'm still in. So.
0: Now with everything that you achieved with being on the truck, at what point in time did you start to make that transition into the higher ups in pro and, and getting in different positions and what, what got you there?
1: Well, you know, I, I, you know, I got hired, I, I started managing the West, the Western States. Um, you know, and, and, uh, you know, back, uh, I looked at it this way is that we had to, I had to be in front of my customer that I was selling product to directly, the detail shop. And that's how I looked at it with the distributor network. You know, I can't be, you know, uh, uh well back then it wasn't so much email, but it was phone call or a fax. And I'm not really a telephone or fax guy. So, you know, we have to be in front of our distributor, you know, and telling them what's the latest, greatest, you know, best thing and how to and and all that. Exactly. You know, so, you know, it's uh, and it rewarded. I mean, I I really got some good gains out of the West. And, you know, after I want to say after about, you know, four or five years, then I, uh, you know, they sent me over to the Midwest uh, because there wasn't really a sales rep for the Midwest states for a long time uh and you know that's where i'm at you know right now the one thing about pro you know uh is that you know we're kind of a we're a family owned and ran company uh and that's really means a lot you know i might not have the, the right last name uh but i feel like you know uh, uh part of the family and uh the uh um that longevity, you know, of employees, you know, with a company, you know, was attractive. And that's why, you know, I decided to, you know, come on board with, you know, BAF Pro Products. And uh, um, the, uh, you know, we're a small company, but we do big business, you know, so, you know, I could take a phone call for somebody from the West Coast to the East Coast, you know I have you know our sales rep you know Brian Finn that takes care of the northeast area and John you know that kind of takes overseas you know everything but you know we kind of we know pretty much every customer so to speak you know every rep has their main customers they take care of but we're all we you know when we need to chip in and help you know another rep out or help a customer out you know I don't say hey you know please hold let me transfer you you know I I basically, we all try to take care of that customer calling in for whatever need. Uh, and that actually, you know, goes to actually us going to, you know, distributors and work with them, you know, firsthand, uh, you know, on the street or doing events or, you know, some type of training, you know, within the uh, distributor. So, we're, you know, we're really a hands-on, uh, we try to be a hands-on type, you know, manufacturing, uh, you know, company. Uh, and that's where that relationship comes in, which is real key.
0: Yeah, the traditional customer service.
1: Traditional, hate, yeah.
0: Yeah, I hate to say it, but it's a dying breed. It is. You know, there's so many automated things now that people get their hands on because they want, you know, less tasks to keep in front of them by doing these automated things. It, it allows them to do that, but it also takes away from that traditional customer service. And yeah, I think that Pro has done very well in regards to that. And, you know, and speaking about, you know, how you feel so involved in, in part of the company, absolutely, you know, when people talk about, pro or Bob Myers, it just goes together, right? You've been with them so long that it, you know, you, you think that, you know, you are at some level, an owner, you know, some people can think because of the involvement that you have. And of course, again, that relationship of customer service, you know, that's, that's what most owners of companies would do. So to see that their employees or their reps do the same, you know, which also leads back to leadership, you know, great leadership that trickles down, for everybody to have that same value and integrity right. and right. you know that that shows the integrity of the entirety of the company because you reflect that and so does everybody else there and that's awesome
1: yeah and i got you know and i can't i can't take all the credit you know i mean there's been um you know bob machete you know he just actually recently you know just passed um you know frank you know an icon you know in the industry you know john bell mike bell his older brother um you know i uh, uh, I think I'm doing a good job and, uh, I hope I'm doing them proud. You know, uh, I've taken a little bit of, you know, from John, you know, his type of, uh, uh, selling and his knowledge and Mike, I take everybody and I kind of make, you know, myself, uh, tr- trying to be kind of a somewhat of a mirror, you know, of them. And, uh, uh, and I think that's what makes us, you know, real strong. So, uh, uh, and I know, you know, uh, you know, Brian Finn in the Northeast, you know, he's, a He's a, you know, a, a great guy in the industry and he is definitely pro quality. So, um, you know, it's a, uh, it's a pleasure, you know, working with, you know, professional, you know, gentlemen.
0: Now with, with pro products, talk to me a little bit, you know, we're just coming out of the SEMA timeframe that unfortunately we didn't get to attend due to this whole COVID scenario. Right. What What is pro looking like in regards to new product, new product development? What can you comfortably speak on that you could let people know that, you guys are offering and where you're at with with products and development?
1: Well, you know, we've, you know, R&D hasn't really taken a backseat, Justin, this year. You know, we've really tried to, you know, with being shut down, you know, we shut down for 90 days, you know, it was real tough, you know, not just on a manufacturing, you know, but, you know, with our, you know, distributor network, you know, so we've really focused on, you know, trying to you know, take care of our distributors, you know, with product, get them product. You know, so far we're doing really good this year. You know, I think better, you know, than what I expected. You know, we've got a couple projects, you know, you know, that we're working on. I got one that's real close that we're hoping to showcase at Mobile Tech, you know, in Orlando. You know, if that doesn't happen, you know, for whatever reason, then we're definitely going to showcase it at the SDC, you know, in June the, um, you know, down in Lexington. So, uh, you know, it's an all-in-one compound. I can tell you that. Uh, It's something that uh, Brian and I have been working on for about two years. And uh, uh, one thing about, you know, uh, our R&D and our development is, you know, we can actually come up with, say, you and I come up with an idea today. Uh, It's a minimum 12 months before it goes to market. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: You know, minimum. And sometimes it's two years.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Because You're we got to work around and yeah. tested and tried and push yeah.
1: them. It's yeah. tough. I mean, it's uh, uh, because we don't want to come out with something that's just like, you know, oh yeah, we got something like that. You know, we want to come uh, to the table with something a little extra. It's different. Um, you know, we, uh, we don't feel like we have that many holes in our line, but you know, we do, uh, we do understand that, uh, the holes, the gaps in our line are created by the industry, you know, by, you know, how the movement in the industry is moving. That's what creates, you know, some of these gaps.
0: Such as coatings.
1: Yep, exactly. You know, so, um, you know, it's, uh, um, it's, it's not hard, you know, to, uh, uh, put out, you know, good quality product because that's what we do. Uh, sometimes it's, it's painful because it takes too long. And, you know, we talk about something forever, but, uh, um, you know, it's, uh, it's something about us is that, you know, we aren't, uh, going to just put something out just to put something out. Um, you know, this goes back to Frank, you know, I mean, he, he, uh, uh, he wants to work all the bugs out and make sure that I, I don't sell it just to Justin. I want, I want to be able to sell it to, you know, 30 Justins out there and, uh, uh, and that's what takes, you know, so long with the R&D and, and uh, uh, you know, different raw materials and, and changes, you know, with regulations and, and you know, all that. I mean, that's uh, uh, that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah, you know, right yeah.
0: So, a lot of variables, a lot of variables, not just actually putting it to the paint and testing. Right, there's so right. many different variables on, on, on the raw materials all the way down to how those blend together to make the magic happen.
1: Yeah, and that that in,
0: its, <laughs> that in itself is a challenge. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's,
1: that's what, you know, that's what John takes care of all day long. So
0: <laughs> so as far as your involvement, Bob, with, with such as uh, like the IDA outside of, of course, just the entirety of the industry and helping build others, you know, you know, the past four years, I mean, that's grown from you being a member into where are we, where are we at now with everything with your position in the IDA? <laughs>
1: Yeah. I mean, it's been, you know, uh, I, I'm very honored to be part of IDA. Uh, and I take it real serious. Um, it's, I wish there was an IDA back in my day, you know, back when, when we first started, I mean, you kind of benefit, you know, uh, uh you know, your detailing, you know, shop and business, uh, with, you know, the IDA, but I, I mean, I would have, I would have paid serious money even back, you know, in the, early 90s for something like the IDA to go to get, you know, training or certification and, and, you know, acknowledgement and be part of a, you know, association. But, you know, it's, you know, John, you know, actually, you know, nominated me to, you know, be on the, the board and got me, you know, on there. And I haven't looked, you know, haven't looked back. I mean, I think this last year, haven't really done too many events because of, you know, the situation. Um, you know, I, think the year before that I did, you know, 23, 24 different, you know, events, uh, I related, you know, IDA related, uh, I, you know, certified a lot of detailers and got to meet, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of diverse, you know, detailers out there that are, you know, they're, they're looking at me and, you know, the first thing I tell them when I'm, when I'm, you know, talking to them is that there's no reason why you can't be, in my shoes. And there's no reason why you cannot be on that board. And there's no reason why, you know, you can't be an IDA president. And, you know, it's all about involvement, you know, and I preach that all the time, you know, whenever I'm in front of, you know, uh, a bunch of people, you know, trying to get them involved in this, you know, association. It's a, it's an association that has teeth. uh, It's an association that has a lot of knowledgeable professional, you know, people surrounded by it. And, uh, um, you know, and some good looking guys like yourself. So, um, but uh, it's, I mean, it's the real deal. You know, it's, uh, uh, you know, it's when somebody tries to talk bad about the IDA, it's almost like talking down to pro products. I take it that personal because, you know, it's, uh, uh, it's the real deal when it comes to the association, you know. Part of your DNA. That, yeah. <laughs>
0: That's how I look at it. You know, it's, it's just it's just part of who you are. You know, yeah. you, you've put your time in to help develop. I mean, you know, the association is a growing association, and those who have been on the forefront of it have helped put the building blocks in, oh, and you've had tremendous. your hands on quite a few of those building blocks. Yeah,
1: so. there's a lot, of, a lot of gentlemen that have, you know, put in a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, you know, into the, you know, the beginning, and, you know, they're still actively, you know, some of them are still actively, you know, involved which is good, but, you know, it is evolving and, and uh, it's getting bigger and better. Um, You know, I, uh, um, you know, I was, uh, uh, you know, I'm very impressed, you know, that uh, my first day, you know, at a, uh, uh, you know, an IDA uh, board uh, meeting was in Orlando. And, and I think, you know, yourself, you know, you were there and I just looking around at everybody and I felt this big, you know, and I'm kind of a big guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know, I was very humbled, you know, with, yeah. you know, uh, with the, you know, the people in that room. And, you know, what makes me proud is that, you know, everybody leaves their badge at the doorstep. And we yep. come in together and we try to lift this industry up. And uh, as long as we can keep doing that, you know, the IDA is going to go on forever.
0: Yeah. And that's a good point because that's one thing that a lot of people don't get to see. So they don't get to see the big picture of, you know, when we all meet once a year uh, for the board members, there's so many people sitting around that table from so many different manufacturers, yep. brands and things of that nature that, yeah, check it out the door and, and we're there to help build yeah. the industry as a whole. And if, if only so many people seen how much goes into that, <laughs> and they would have a better understanding uh, and, and newfound respect for, you know, that part of it and of course the IDA in general. But
1: and it's all volunteer, Justin. I mean we aren't get I don't get a check at the end of that (laughs) weekend.
0: No, no. That's a that's a long day too. Yeah. It's a long volunteer day. day. Yeah. Um well good, good. As far as, you know, everything moving forward, um, yeah, I mean that that's an amazing, you know, story and background with the IDA, especially with your involvement and then seeing the evolution of everything, you know, with being with Pro and seeing their involvement. And I'm sure, you know, You've seen it, and I've seen it too. Just in the past, gosh, seven, eight years being involved. Just even the differences in age. You know, back back when IDA got started, it was it was an old, a bit more of an older generation, um, the percentage. And now, you know, it started to transition into where the younger generation is getting more involved, and then doing the like the skills validation or the or the certified detailer test. You're seeing a mixture of both, yeah, and you're seeing a mixture of both of even some of the older generation that's retiring from careers, getting into detailing yep. and, and, and taking it uh, on a secondary career to say, or a part-time career for extra money as they're retired. And it's just, and then the younger guys coming straight out of college or just high school because mm-hmm. college maybe wasn't a fit for them because they were more hands-on right, uh, or knuckleheads, one of the
1: two. Well, but, you know, <laughs> and that's one thing about detailing, you know, um, you, uh, you know, it's a trade sort of speak you know, and if something doesn't work out, you know, all you have to do is call, you know, a manufacturer like myself or a distributor, get some products and go detail a few cars, you know, make your mortgage. I mean, it's, it's something that you can fall back on. Uh, and like you said, there's a lot of retirement, you know, people that have called me and actually, you know, that buy product, you know, from me today uh, and they want to get certified. I'm like, you know, you're You've been in, around for 30 years doing this. Why do you want to get certified? He goes, oh, so you know, I want that piece of paper and I want to support, you know, the association. And I'm like, kudos to you. That's
0: awesome. And that's, that's the thing, the growth of diversity in the past five to 10 years, age, gender, you know, background, culture, whatever it may be, there's, it's not looked at as that it's, you're a detailer. Yeah. And that's and that's and they're They're hungry for more education. And that's the source there for the idea of being able to do that. And then, of course, people like yourself who have been doing that prior to IDA. And this is just kind of all allowed everything to come together as a whole, you know, to, to make it more legit to say.
1: Yeah. And, um, it, it's, you know, you, you uh, spoke about, you know, gender. You, you know, there's a lot of uh, and I'm noticing more and more, you know, every year, uh, more, you know, female detailers. There's a lot of them out there uh, that are, you know, I'll, uh, I'll put up against, you know, any, uh, male, you know, detailer and, you know, they do an awesome job and, yeah. you know, they need to be recognized. We need to get them on committees and get them on the board and, and get them more involved. You know, I, uh, uh, my hats are, are off to them. I mean, sometimes, you know, uh, I know of a couple, you know, uh, female, you know, detailers that, uh, I would prefer having them detail my car than, you know, some guys that I know. So yeah, well,
0: then that that's the other thing leading into distributors, reps, you know, product companies, yep. you know, I know one locally we have here in Florida, uh, she runs a great brand, and she does a great job. And, you know, and it's one of those things that you don't see that often in the industry with somebody who, you know, runs a manufacturer and distributor brand to say, right. and so from a female perspective, Yep. which is awesome. But yeah, I see the growth there. And I see that being a very positive thing for our industry. That way it all levels out. Yep. And, and it gives everybody opportunity at any level, because yep. again, you're, you're a detailer and you're supporting the industry as a whole, no matter what you bring to the table as age, gender, or culture. Yep. Um, so I think with where we're at in time, I mean, wrapping up, how do we, how do we find you, Bob? How do we, how does somebody reach out to you?
1: Well, you know, I'm obviously, you know, you know, here at Pro Products, you know, ProWax.com and, you know, the, you know, the easiest way is just go through, you know, the, you know, I can give you my contact information, but, you know, probably the easiest is, you know, log into the, you know, IDA site that has all my, you know, uh, information, you know, on it, I'm very accessible. Uh, uh, you know, my wife and kids will tell you, you know, uh, my phone never really turns off, you know, I'll be seven o'clock, you know, in between dinner or doing dishes and, you know, and I kind of go off into the bedroom and I'm, you know, texting somebody, you know, and, uh, you know, it's just a way of life. And, uh, um, you know, it's, uh, uh, one of my mottos is, is definitely, you know, never stop learning. And uh, uh, there's never a stupid question you know um, and uh, uh, if I could if there's any way I can help you know somebody out of a jam or uh, answer you know any type of question that they might have before they do something you know uh, it's uh, it's better that route than get that you know that question after something's already done and how do we reverse that so uh, um, you know it's uh, it's always uh, you know a pleasure you know dealing with you know, uh, you know everybody out there in our industry and trying to you know help them out in any way. So I got so many years left you know in me in this industry and got another forty. Know, I'm, I'm striving to you know give back as much as I can. So
0: awesome. Well, well said, and thank you very much, Bob. And on behalf of Buff and Shine, thank you for joining us on this Reflection Artist Live podcast. You are our number five podcast episode, which is awesome. So cool. here, I appreciate we hit the double digit numbers. You're there. All right. So I appreciate it. And, um, you know, anybody who's listening, uh, you could follow us on our Facebook page, uh, Buff and Shine Manufacturing, Reflection Artist page as well. We have Instagram, Facebook, and then any of the podcast platforms, this will be uploaded to as well. So you'll be able to find it Reflection Artist Live. So I want to thank everybody for listening or watching or both. And uh, thank you, Bob, for again being on and being the fifth special guest that we've had on the Reflection Artist Live.
1: I appreciate it, Justin. Thank you very much.
0: All right. Take care, Bob. We'll talk later. Take care, everybody. All right. Thanks for tuning in this week to Reflection Artist Live. We hope you had fun and learned something new. If you missed an episode or are looking for more, check us out on our social media or podcast
1: platforms.
0: And join us next week when we have another amazing guest. Don't miss it. We'll be talking business, life, and detailing. Also, don't forget to check out buffenshine.com for a variety of buffing pads and accessories for your detailing arsenal.